Welcome to Hills I Die On. Thanksgiving stinks. Being old is awesome. I believe twins should be separated at birth. The Bachelor is the perfect way to find love. Adults who like Disneyland are deeply unwell. Welcome to another episode of Hills I Die On. Today I have a most delightful guest in our midst. He is a comedy writer slash producer known for shows like The Big Show Show and Happy Endings and Champagne Ill. Uh, He was also the boss of many of my nearest and dearest friends, which feels like a power move right out the gate, but we will get to that. Please welcome to the podcast, Jason Berger. Thank you so much for having me. Hi. They were, by the way, the boss of me. There's no world where I was bossing them around. Uh, shout out to we've got a Joanna Gracie, we got a Alex Franklin, we got a Savannah Burnham, of course, we've got a big old Savvy. Uh, yeah, everyone speaks so highly of you. Oh, that's and great. I'm so excited to finally be meeting you in person. It's nice to hear that. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. I think we need to share more behind the back compliments always. They're <laughs> the only ones you can really trust, yeah, right? I hear, I hear you're so great. Oh, just wake up every morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, thank you. No, not you. Oh, no, no. You. Yeah, this yeah, is just me, what we me, need me. to hear. Yes, yeah. you're so great. <laughs> um, amazing. Happy New Year. Oh, I'm so you. happy to have you here. Uh, I'm also mostly excited because um, your hill is going to get weird today mm-hmm. in a really good way. Uh, and before, before I say much more, I would love uh, for you to introduce your hill. Okay. My hill is that Burning Man sounds like the absolute worst time possible. <laughs> Okay, I love this because I have to be honest, until yesterday when we were texting, I was under the impression you'd been to Burning Man. And then I realized, like, I, I thought maybe we were going to have conversations about you, like, I don't know, shitting yourself in the orgy tent or having like, or like touching the Burning Man right. <laughs> and like having some terrible time. But then I realized you haven't been and I haven't been either. So I was like, this is going to be an insane conversation of two people who like haven't eaten toast talking about toast. It's exactly right. <laughs> yes. However, I prefer to die on hills that I haven't. Experience. Amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, but I thought it would be more interesting if I got a little help, uh, which is why I called in uh, a friend. Uh, we have someone here today to join us, actually. I would like to welcome to the podcast, uh, Marissa Christensen. Would you please come join us? You've been here this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> All welcome of this is already... Marissa. This is I'm gonna hug you because that's what we would do with anyone. Wait, I'm totally uh, no, hold on, Marissa. Before you do anything, I have to give you your headphones. Hold on. I was here for a good ten minutes. That's why I was literally like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." No, yeah, you, yeah, you, you were wearing a little fast. I was like, "Cat, I did I drink too much Red Bull?" No, you did not. <laughs> Normally, I'm like, "Let's chat, let's bond," but I was like, "Marissa has a heart out, and I really want her to be involved in Thank this." You. So, we um, <laughs> describe what? Uh, please do. Please describe okay. what just happened to you. What just happened to me? Yeah. Well, I was I was cornered. Yeah. You were I, my, the greatest fear is being cornered by somebody from Burning Man. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, let's talk about what you're wearing. Really okay. Quick. Yes. Sure. So you're wearing a uh, there's little light up cat ears. Yes. And then what's that? That's a. Uh, it's a fur sort of Russian vintage hat. Right. Beautiful. Thank and you. And then the goggles that everybody has there. The, right. Uh, just there, I can only look at them as like a steampunk Burning Man goggle, right? A hundred percent. Beautiful definition. Yes. And then everything else looks normal. I mean, this Ish. doesn't look ad- Oh, yeah. You got that little uh, bicycle chain that's broken into like a chest plate, but not a chest plate. <laughs> yeah. A body chain. Okay. Made out of a bike chain. I'm trying not to say anything. I don't, to panic. By the way, I, I'm sure you're lovely. 
I'm not. This is what I'm so excited it's about. It's okay. Because yeah. nothing makes me happier than someone coming on my podcast, ready to shit on something, and then having to face the person that they are. Oh, I. I, I know, and I know you're the yeah. best person in the world. <laughs> I all. By the way, this was greenlit by all of the people who love you. Oh, so great. I just yeah, need yeah. you to know that you can blame them and not me. <laughs> no, no, no. This is why I love them and love you. Um, I love you too. Okay, See, that's so part of the Burning Man mentality. Yeah, exactly. 100%. And, and it's I, not at all annoying. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> he said, okay, okay, so this is wonderful. Before we get started, uh, I do want to say that uh, this is a very fun and safe debate. Uh, I understand that you have been bombarded. This is still Jason's podcast, so you're going to let him take the lead. Um, Marissa, you are wonderful for being here. Uh, I, I also want to point out that this all came together at like 9 p.m. last night. It's mm. now 11 a.m. in the morning when I realized, oh no, what are we going to talk about? And then I was like, cornering. we need help. It was a last minute cornering, and I'm thrilled that it worked out. I feel like a right now and I'm stoked about it uh let's get into this Jason uh, I want you to take the lead okay. in uh what you have here are all your ex-girlfriends by the way yes uh, yes <laughs> before <laughs> we start exactly surprise yeah. <laughs> this is the last surprise you can feel safe <laughs> uh, I would love for you right. to take the lead go for it so a lot of what I'm going to talk about is the getting to burning man the all the logistics I'm kind of obsessed with logistics. Like when, even if you're going out to dinner, what's the quickest way to get there and when should I leave? It's annoying and it's, I am Jewish. Um, <laughs> so a group of my friends went this year, yes. about five people I know in a group of like, they had a camping you tent unit, yeah. giant RV. Mm -hmm. And so I was in Las Vegas at the time at my parents' house. So they had a bunch of stuff sent to my parents because they were driving sure. to pick up the RV in Las... This is why... Just follow me down this I'm road. Following. To follow... To get the RV in Vegas. Right. Then drive the eight hours in the middle of the night to Black Rock City. Familiar, to, yes. To uh, the Playa. Right. Because everybody took Spanish in second grade. Um, <laughs> and the amount of stuff that they had... This RV was huge, by the way. 20 feet even bigger. They had to buy so much food. The, the planning they've been doing had been going on for a year to get online, to get tickets. See how I'm going backwards on 100%, this a little bit? Yeah. It's like $400 a ticket. Yeah. $400 oh, a ticket. Okay. All of this, all of the planning, all the driving, the drive, they drove, I guess, technically 13 hours. If you think about it, a yes. little bit of traffic in the middle of the night in Nevada to go to this festival that exists in the desert, the barren wasteland desert. White, totally. Chalk, chalk white dust, right? There's no natural resources around there anyways. All of that has a point. And then at night you dress however you want to dress. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> it's all that steampunk and like kind of fluorescent. It's a mix. It's a mix. <laughs> It's a keep going, keep but going. the mix bothers you. I also need you to know I don't disagree with you. I don't want to go. So you're so you're in a safe space. You're, this is yes. not too burning. Am I? Yes, <laughs> yes. This is a safe space. I can't possibly look I, that scary. You right? know, yeah, not at all. It's <laughs> it's more <laughs> gathering my thoughts. Um, yes. All of this to now they were out there for like a week, and I had a friend who went out a little bit earlier to help set up. So that once you get there, once you've gone through all this and you've spent all the money to get there, all the grocery shopping, I saw all the stuff that they were loading into the RV and it was ridiculous. Cause like they one night were going to host a dinner and you know, mm -hmm. this communal thing. 
and they had like shrimp cocktail. I was like, come on, the <laughs> desert, that's just like shrimp in the desert. It's gross. So I agree. I don't want to attack. <laughs> I agree. There with you that. go. Right. She, she agrees. So I don't want to talk like, I don't want to attack any of their choices because every, you know, whatever. And they are my friends and they had a really good time. Can I ask it. a question? Sure. Uh, was this their first time or they've been before? Um, some had been before. Some it was their first time. I okay. have to imagine it was first time shrimp. I have to imagine a first nobody, time shrimp. Yes, yes. I have to imagine no veteran brought shrimp a second time. It was a first and last time shrimp. It was a first and last shrimp. I actually won't ask them about I that because it, it's the one thing that stuck in my head That's of all so the stuff funny. they're unpacking. I'm like, shrimp? Yeah, like that, shrimp and is, like, it's like that Walmart <laughs> shrimp cocktail that's yes. like in that big platter. Which, yeah, by no the thanks. way, when when in home, good. All about that Walmart shrimp yeah, cocktail. Pound, I'll take I don't it. know, guys. Even at home, I'm looking at it wrong, side eye. Wrong. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely wrong. You're talking about that alone. I want to be alone with it. Also, really good. Uh, when you're hungover food, because it's super salty, I will house a shrimp cocktail when hungover. So is it my super sister, salty? It's how my sister-in-law and I first bonded over housing shrimp cocktail That's when we were hungover. Yeah. Okay. Uh, highly recommend. Not in the desert. Might puke it up, get it sick again. Your hangover turns into food. And it's not like, continue. but it's not like first night shrimp either. It's like a couple nights <laughs> yeah. later shrimp in the <laughs> totally. desert. It's been marinating. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, okay. So this is great. We are now th- thousands of dollars in. A hundred percent. Right? Yeah. And is that, that's common for everybody. Just the, the expense alone. It, yes. it is. So it's not the most inclusive or accessible of events. Neither is any travel. Right. Arguably, mm-hmm. just to play devil's advocate, do you like travel? Um, sure. Okay. I don't like this form of travel. Right. Okay. This sounds like tedious travel to me. Oh, it's super tedious. Okay, Listen, great. you're not wrong about anything you've said so far. Okay. Yeah. I know. But it, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Now but, it's on. <laughs> so when you get there, I guess the thing that, uh, the other thing that kind of drove me crazy is that everybody sort of resets their clock to, they upside down, they're, they're sleeping, right? Yeah. You sleep through the day and then you party all night, which technically, right? Uh, well, um, end of the day. There are kind of two types of burners. There are day burners and then the ones you're describing. I'm, I am the one that you're describing. The night burner? Mm-hmm. But I regret not being more of a day burner because daytime is so interesting and it's where you can get into way more than just like drugs and house music. Okay. So I have not mentioned the drugs or house music yet. Well, that's what the that's nighttime the, is kind of about. Uh, yeah. It's also the only thing that I like really know about Burning Man is that in my head, similarly to I think yours, I assumed that it was like all drugs and house music and orgies and then some cool art, but that can only really be enjoyed when really fucked up on something. Uh, yes, and is what I have to yes, say to great, all of that. Great, which is yeah. great because yeah. I also think wonderful and I love to have fun. And yes. I will tell you, I love to have fun. So I I would be a cautious goer. I'm not, I'm not against going to Burning Man, but I fear it. In a way that I'm like, oh, it could be fun, but I could also be the person who takes too much drugs and touches the fire. <laughs> I mean. Can I say something, though? E- yeah. That's exactly how I feel. Okay. okay. There is absolute. When I say it's something that makes no sense to me and I never, ever do it, there's a little tiny bit that, of course, would be like, but I wonder what it would be like. Oh. Well, I would imagine because I think that's that's where, like. That's this every- is this is why it's the hill you want to die on right. because there's a piece of you that yes. resents not having experienced it maybe I, or it, curious or yeah. yes. I also have to know. Did you feel a little bit left out when your friends went and had this experience no. and talked about it? No, no, not at all. I was watching them plan this thing. Like they had to have been on a text thread with twenty other people, which 
let's talk about dying on that hill. Text threads. Text threads. I mean, I'll <laughs> die on that hill with you because yeah. I'm not about it. But, I love but it. But a text thread. <laughs> Do you have a text thread with more than 20 people on of it? Of course. Have you you met my, too? Oh, yeah. Neither of you have met my family. But I'm on text threads with upwards of 40 people. Multiple. Can. And they are lovely. And when it's someone's birthday, you have to mute it so fast. And I will never unsubscribe from the family text oh. threads. <laughs> I cannot red dots on my phone drive me crazy. It's oh, yeah, like yeah, OCD yeah. to the max. Where were we? Um, so you are now you've worked your way kind logistics. of you're from logistics. You're logistics, and now now we're at Burning Man. Now and we're at Burning Man. Yes, and you're and describing the night the, scene. Yeah. So yes. how long did you go for? Um, so I've been four times. The first time I went for four days. The time that I got married there, I went for 10. Oh, okay. yeah, I, I've done everything. Sorry, this is great. I'm no, sorry, this is great. I know. I know people have gotten married there. And I know people have renewed their vows there yeah. after getting married three months earlier. Yeah. It's a very special thing. You said earlier, cool art. Yes. I think it is aggressive, bad art at Burning Man. I have seen so many pictures, not just from them, just from like doing the research uh-huh. and looking and doing that kind of like turn yourself, I got to see it. I got to see it all. Yeah. The art to me is, and this is how art, Art when we talk about art, yeah, it's aggressively bad art. It's a lot of that. I hate that steampunk stuff. The art cars where you put like a little spider on your Prius and drive it around with lights. Fine. That's great. It's all ugly, ugly art to me. What about like that? That blows my mind because I personally love immersive art. Okay. From what I've heard, and then I'll want you to talk to this is from what I've heard and seen from friends, our friend, our mutual friend Meg Favreau, who set us up, um, has explained it to me like all of the art is really filled with joy and wonder so for example she was walking in the desert and there was just a ladder that said climb me and she climbed up the ladder and then there was a slide and you go down this like led light slide into a bunch of pillows and then the next thing you know there's like a bunch of people there who are like here do you want a sandwich we'll share a sandwich and she just was like it was so fun and playful in a way that adults don't often get and as someone who's pro play and i know you are because you're a comedian does that still sound terrible yeah (laughs) Because you just described going on a slide into pillows, which is, you could do that anywhere. I don't need to drive out to the middle of the desert. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Where else can you do that? I, I haven't been down a slide you described, with pillows You described ever. a slide. You I'm said sorry. there's a ladder that you climb up and then you slide down into okay, pillows. Okay, you I do that. I all the pillows in this place. We will go to a, pl- a park and you can do that. Yes. Yeah, so as per usual, Meg Favreau nails it. Um <laughs> And I also did that same slide. Oh, great. (laughs) Um, I'm kicking myself right now because I have a coffee table book of Burning Man art. Mm. And first of all, it being terrible art, you should let the Smithsonian know because some of their art ends up at actual legitimate museums around the world. I'll add it to the letter I write them every year. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Keep going. Good. So listen, uh, some of the art is bad. Some of the art is like somebody slapped it together last minute in their garage and that's it. But some of it is, you know, million dollar sculptures that have been put together specifically for this event that had a whole fundraising like community the, behind a it. A giant hand coming out of the, giant I've seen hand, stuff like that. The dancing LED woman that's like 50 foot tall, yeah. you know, stuff like that is actually incredible to behold when you're standing right next to it. Just out of the pure scale. Um, and is that, I'm sorry, is that there now or is that like it's brought in? Everything is brought in and and the the ethos is leave no trace. Right. So you're not dumping anything. 
you're not supposed to puke on the ground. You're not supposed to leave anything behind, including the art. So some of the art gets burned, mm-hmm. right? The giant, they build a huge giant the man Dave every year. The Dave Matthews Band logo. <laughs> yes, yeah. the Dave Matthews Band logo. They burn him right. every the year. the real hill that you love Dave Matthews so much and you don't like that the likeness is being burned. You leave Dave Matthews alone. <laughs> <laughs> the hill I live on is Dave Matthews Band thrives. Their newer albums are better than the old ones. <laughs> Well, I think we've gotten to the bottom of it then. So, okay. I'm trying to get this, take two steps back. Because I do want to get into the magical orgy tent and all that stuff. Oh, great. So we're on, we're on art. But the art. I wanna, yeah, I wanna, but the art is a good subject because it is the piece, like that's the day burner piece. Like it's super trippy at night if you are rolling or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and it is absolutely meant to be immersive. Like everything at Burning Man is is meant to be inclusive and things you can climb and experience and sort of make your own. Um, but during the day, it's magical to just be out on your bike in the middle of the desert, rolling around, meeting new people and being in this collective experience where everybody is awestruck. Everybody is experiencing the same joy and wonder. Mm-hmm. So the dust storm. Yes. Great. Great. Right. When, that that hit. And we're when the on. dust storm hit. And this year I heard it was a very Awful. aggressive. Like yeah. you saw a, the haboob coming, I guess it would yeah. be, right? Yeah. It was like a dust storm. It's right? like a wall of dust. A wall yes. of dust, right? So scary. Yeah. So when that hit yeah. and everybody's wearing their like gas mask. It's a bandana is fine. Okay. Oh, you have it. Oh, I have, so you prepared. always have to have we it. We have to take pictures. <laughs> this is great. By the way, I saw my friend's bikes and it, they're just, they're black, but they're covered in like white covered. dust. Like, and they said when they returned the RV, it was like, we couldn't get all of it out there. Mm-hmm. They charge it clean. So when the dust storm hit though, that's just, we're like, this is fun, right? You take, you make it part of the immersive experience. Well, I mean, so I'm not going to lie and say it's fun. It's it's horrific when a dust storm hits. Mm-hmm. And this year I heard it was like an eight hour whiteout. You know, like there are different gradients of dust storm. You don't want to be in a fucking whiteout. Are we allowed to curse on this show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, absolutely. good. <laughs> we're going to get into an okay, orgy time. I think. Yeah, yeah. right. We're, we're safe. I think so. Um, no, it sucks. You know, it gets in your eyes if you don't have goggles or the right goggles. It, You know, if you're breathing it in, that's not really great. It's you alkaline dust. So if it stays on your person for too long, you get things called playa foot, which is basically like a couple layers of your skin start to burn off. Okay, it's playa foot great. gives a real points for Jason here. I did not know any of this. And now I didn't know playa real. foot either. <laughs> well, there you go. That was from me to and you. And also, why can't you use the Spanish word for foot? Uh, <laughs> Because there's a piece of Burning Man that absolutely is cultural appropriation, and I'm not even going to lie about it. But no, there is real struggle, real expense. The logistics are tedious and maddening and stressful. The whiteouts are awful. It's freezing cold at night. If you're next to a sound camp, you're probably not getting great sleep. Right. Um, so, so listen, but that's part of the psychological breakdown that prepares you for what invariably is a transformational experience. When does that hit? So I would say, honestly, everybody who goes to Burning Man, like three days in, have some meltdown about something that doesn't even matter. But it's just like their body and their mind, it, it's, they're so stressed. It is sort of culture shock like you've never experienced before. 
And it certainly isn't whatever your expectations are. Because I think a lot of people show up. You used the word festival earlier. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people show up thinking a festival and it's not. What is the, that's actually a good question then, I guess, yeah. from me. What is the I agree. proper, uh, what would you call it? I mean, a gathering? Yeah, it's kind of a camping experience. It's really what you're there doing is living figuring out to survive in this super inhospitable environment for a fucking week with 70,000 other people. So they're like it's like juggalos but you're in the desert or and like it's not alone. for ICP, Has anyone seen right? alone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really I, I know what you're talking about. I haven't seen it. And no, of course, it's not like juggalos. Well, they do the same thing. They gather, there's like 100,000 of these people and they get together and they do like the opposite but they also like, you know, drink a bunch of soda and do gross stuff. But it's but it's the <laughs> and opposite. Celebrate the, art. The ethos is the opposite and they're not building anything. I'm also like not gonna hate on juggalos. Oh, that, like, but they just like they're they're like they're like uh tailgating. It's like aggressive tailgating. Can I ask a quick okay. question? Do you have to have this breakdown every time you go in order to enjoy That's it? That's a good question. I'm, no, I'm sure people, there are people that probably sail right through it, but I do think. Do you have a breakdown every time you go? Yeah, sure. Breakdown sure. or breakthrough? Uh, well, it sounds like <laughs> yes. both. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, oh my God. Okay. Both. Now yes. it's you two against me and I love this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, great. Wait, can, can you explain, are you comfortable explaining uh, what that looks like to you? Yeah. Is it typically a fatigue induced, a drug induced, a combination of sleep deprivation? Sleep deprivation for sure. All of the above. All of the above. But also just realizing that you're going to be physically uncomfortable in some way the entire time you're there. Like, because when you first get there for your first time, there's no way you could possibly, you know, uh, predict the environment. It's an unpredictable environment. You in know, terms of the structures and whatnot around you or the, the actual the actual, actual desert landscape weather. yeah okay you know so it is it is just a Start, chalk white, chalk white yeah. former lake bed you know with alkaline dust no shade no shade unless you brought Couldn't your own shade your own, absolutely yeah and so th- there's just no way that your mind can physically prepare you for how that feels mm-hmm. right and so it's torture porn it, 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 yeah. It's sort of the worst yeah. conditions possible. Like it's the worst conditions when you look possible. at, like when people crawl through the desert, you know, for thirst, it's like you're going to that. You're putting yourself into Correct. dehydration in some Correct. cases and all that, just so you can be there to celebrate art question mark. Human innovation and a sense of togetherness. And I know that sounds so woo woo and I hate myself but for that, like saying these words, but. It really is a completely uncomparable experience. Truly. Okay. So there's a, I have so many other questions. I, I know. I'm, I, I have so many questions about Why? what I just said. <laughs> so toxic positivity seems to, be, <laughs> seems to be like the overarching theme here. It's like no matter what, we're going to say yay and love this. And it's going to be wonderful. We're going to force it. Like even if it sucks... There's not going to be a part like a, a camping group of like the naysayers, right? Actually, no, there are. There's a whole subset of burners oh, called hecklers and you would love. No, I see. That's the thing is I don't want to be part of that group. I don't want to be part of any of the groups, but Wait, I don't. Explain them. Explain them. Yeah. Okay. So I hear you on toxic positivity that is absolutely present at Burning Man, but I would say it's not the overarching because I mean, it's 
the overarching are just normal people, you know, like I, I'm actually not that woo woo. I work in water and climate philanthropy (laughs) for a living, you know, like I'm pretty level headed, but I love fun. And I would argue that before Burning Man, I also thought I loved fun, but I didn't know exactly what fun was. I love that. Until, until I saw this. When did that hit? So what was that moment that hit you where it's like, oh, I thought fun was this, but fun is this. I thought fun was that. Now fun is this. So good question because it kind of loops back to your question about the breakdown. And the first time I went, um, you know, I'd never been before. So the camp I was in was like a friend of a friend of a friend got me into this camp. Uh, It was all NorCal people. So nobody that I'm really even connected to. And again, like I didn't know what I was walking into. And it was a, a really tight knit group of friends. They were all sort of, you know, NorCal techie um not techie the other oh, kind of NorCal yes. like Humboldt County sort of NorCal oh that NorCal yeah not um, San Francisco NorCal no the it's super crunchy you know big crystal people. jewelry makers and um acrobats kind of and acrobats crap. yeah yeah yes and so like so that, as, a, as a profession as a profession i've never and wished so that, that there look, was a visual component to this podcast more than seeing your beautiful face try to restrain your reaction because so, i didn't think acrobats was coming me neither. i, I, I like the crystal thing i got but then acrobats in humble like stoned acrobats just cracks me up but 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 me it's, either it's i think that's honest to god i really do think that's beautiful i think that's awesome that's cool that they just are like we do this. That we, they sort of quit society and figured out like how to sustain doing whatever it is they love. Mm-hmm. Are they rolling in the money? No, of course not. Are they arguably pretty happy? Yeah. That reaction is how I felt coming in. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I very much just didn't see this group of people as my type of person and came in with judgments. Um, as I do, like, I love to judge a book by its cover, but like, this was a moment where, you know, three days in after spending considerable time with these people and them being so kind and warm and welcoming, uh, into their group of friends, into their infrastructure that they actually spent time building. Um, you know, I was a little bit of a freeloader the first year cause I just didn't know how much prep was actually involved. How much shrimp you'd need to trade. And how much, shrimp, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. How much shrimp I should have brought with me. I only brought three shrimp. I did 9,300 <laughs> shrimp. Why did I eat the other three oh, shrimp? Oh, shoot. <laughs> but it was such a lovely group of people. And, you know, after being sort of strung out and sleep deprived and physically uncomfortable for three days, and feeling like I wasn't sure that I could actually do this, I remember there was this night where the camp hosted like a party. A lot of camps do that where it's like a come the one, come all thing. Friends that went, hosted a big party. Yeah, yes. it's, that's, that's a common thing, right? That's, yeah, a, yeah. that's super cool, by the Most way. Most camps, is that, I would say, do a something. Yeah, yeah. And, and anybody's free. This also is like you could, you're free to come and go. The whole Burning Man, yes. 100,000 people. Radical inclusion is part of the ethos. Okay. It was a more inviting environment than I had experienced, particularly living in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. It's just not like that here. Um, And watching these people sort of display and share their art, whether it's acrobatics or jewelry or whatever, and that this was the lifestyle that they actually lead was sort of mind blowing to me because 
up until then, it, my friends are people who all had like very sort of straight and narrow, rigid, square professions, you know, were lawyers and fucking philanthropists and whatever, biz dev, blah, blah, blah. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I just hadn't been exposed to like another possibility. And so yada, yada, yada. You're years, an acrobat. Now you're an acrobat. <laughs> years later, um, I launched my own little boutique clothing line, which does not exist anymore, but it was something that I had always wanted to do, but had talked myself out of my entire life because I had to have like a serious job that people would, you know, so people would take me seriously. I want, I didn't want to have like a girly job. I wanted to be taken seriously in a man's world. So I was just going to like ram myself into some, you yeah. know, so Burning Man inspired your ability to foster your creativity into life. A hundred percent. That's an absolute plus for Burning Man yeah. right there. I will. Concede. That's a plus. We, we okay. love this. We love Put this. It, on the it almost it on makes the up for Playa Foot. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, nothing really makes up for Playa Foot. But you can avoid Playa Foot. You just have to <laughs> wash your feet off with vinegar every night. Okay, I do vinegar. want to say. Then you get oh vinegar foot. <laughs> So we've done a really great job covering uh, the preparation and the tedium of of travel, yeah. the weather and environment, the art that's present. Um, I also did want to get into, I know that you have a big thing with the um, sexuality of Burning Man. I, yeah, I wouldn't say it's a, I'm not, uh, <laughs> I have a question. Great. I've, I've done the, the light Googling. Yes. Um, the sexuality thing doesn't bother me. I think people, because I know people who have gone and stayed in tents and like, and the first thing anybody asks about Burning Man, it's like, oh, it's just one big fuck fest, right? Like, a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally the myth. The, yeah. 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 The orgy tent is not a myth. A myth. It's not a myth, but like it being in your face and unavoidable is an absolute myth. Oh yeah. I don't think it's like the yeah. center. No. It's not like all. a giant like, circus I've tent. I've never been to an orgy. Okay. Like, explain the orgy tent, both of you. What do you know of the orgy tent right now that you hate? So there isn't, there's an orgy tent put on by, they say it's a group of former porn stars. I don't know if that's true. It's the, yeah. <laughs> it, the orgy tent had a certain name and escaped now. What you do is basically you can't not want, you can't go into the orgy tent by yourself. It's for couples. It's for throuples. It's for whatever. Swingers. Sure. Right. Which yeah. is just to avoid like the skeevy dudes. It's from, safety. Yeah, it's, I it's totally safety. understand yeah. that. I'm not anti-orgy tent at this type of thing, but I'm also like, mm, logistically, the orgy tent. Think about it. Like with Playa Foot being so rampant. Know, it sounds gross. It sounds gross. I'm, I'm on your side with this. Can thing. you get Playa Dick? I, I'm sure yes. you can. I also am sure that... <laughs> Having like you could get playa, you get playa, playa vagina. I don't want playa vagina. No, no. You don't. playa vahin. So I don't. It sounded like everybody that in the little Reddit thread on it. It sounds like it's a terror. Nobody really goes to this tent, and the people that are in there are not the um, supermodels that we think they are. Of course not. It's like a nude beach. Yeah. yeah. Like nude beach is never a bunch of There's water weird. at a nude beach. So <laughs> I will tell you, my husband and I walked in to the orgy tent and like literally turned around and walked right past. You didn't oh, do you any- have been into the orgy tent. So there's actually a guidebook that you get when you get to Burning Man. Like you get very little a, when you show up. There needs up to be Burning a little structure. Yeah, a tiny bit of it's like a map with a list of where right. all the camps are. Like the magic camp. So cool. And yes. like the magic it's like a Disney map, yes. Um but instead of 
fucking Cinderella's castle. It's the orgy tent. Center <laughs> camp and whatever it is. I can't remember the name of the orgy tent either. It, but it's so obvious. That it's you're a like, very first thought. Like like most things, I think at Burning Man, naming wise, it's very first thought. It's like Sextopia. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, like it's that, like that. Yeah, you know. And so we're like, fuck it, let's just go and see. And if we feel weird, we'll walk out. Yeah. But it was when you when you approached though. Yeah. Just to. So it's all kind of fenced off and there's like a scrim on the fence so you don't get onlookers either. And then you kind of go into a courtyard before you even get into the tent. So there's like multiple gates and there's somebody there. There's like kind of a bouncer type that's, you know, evaluating. An orgy bouncer. And, oh my God. Just making sure that you're Who not a skiver. Who gets to be the orgy bouncer? I don't know. It sounds like a great fucking job though. And I would be like, super into it. what do you do for it. a living? Well, I used to be I'm an acrobat. Orgy, yes. But now I'm, I'm an, an orgy, orgy bouncer. bouncer. And that's a promotion for sure. Yeah. I love this. There needs to totally. be a short film about the orgy bouncer. 100%. And so I guess I want to know more about like other pillows. So super dark. Okay. I Good. was admittedly on hallucinogens at the time. Great. Cannot remember all the details about like pillows and beds and everything like okay. that. But what I do remember is very desolate. Yeah. And the characters that were there is exactly like a nude beach. You're not here to see that person naked or to have sex with them. Is there food provided in the tent? And also, like, possibly, can people bring in their kinks to the tent? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, of course. Okay. There's sustenance, condoms, presumably. I would hope there's condoms. Do you have to provide? So this is would be my biggest fear. I am so pro everyone doing whatever they want sexuality Absolutely. as long yeah. as it's consensual and and people are happy to be doing it. My biggest fear with group sex or even sex outside of your monogamous partnerships is STDs. Do you have to bring in proof that you've been like tested before you go in there? Certainly not. Okay. Okay. So we've lightly touched on the orgy tent. There is one big thing that we haven't talked about. And with respect to your time, I do want to talk about because I'm not a big drug guy. I like, you know, smoke weed. I was, I'm cool. I'm a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, You're not a square. I'm a cool dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, in order to enjoy it fully, the entire experience, do I wouldn't say you need to recommend or anything like that, but like, do you have to be on mushrooms and acid loopy do? I don't know. What's a cool sixties term. I do, Mm -hmm. you know, but there's also a huge contingent of burners that are sober. You can go to an AA meeting while you're there. Cool. There's, there's like a a community that will support you through a sober experience. I personally have a hard time imagining going and staying sober the entire time, because quite frankly, it's a little bit of a crutch um, and an escape from the environment, you know? So it, it's definitely used as an, you enjoy it more, obviously, if you're... Yeah. It goes hand in hand to me. It does go hand in hand because they, like uh, most of the art is sort of... Bad. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, I get it. I hope, it, the, I hope uh, the microphone just caught the whisper of that. I, <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, no, but it's, you know, it's light up... LED at night or something's on fire. It's just something that will play to a hallucinogenic Can experience. Can I ask, Jason, do you like music festivals? Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't go like as much as I'd like to, yeah, but I've been, been to been to Coachella. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no big, big deal. deal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and what do you think about Coachella? Well, when I went? Yeah. Um, okay, so I've been to, when I went, it was the night that Tiesto was playing. I did not go because Tiesto was playing. And that kind of music, which we'll get into in a minute, house music and that stuff is not my favorite. It's like, now it's at Vegas in a club there. It's fun. But like, as I get older, it doesn't come with me. 
It's like, Dave Matthews or Buzz. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> but I like like the chemical, like I like nineties techno, like Great. Chemical Great. Brothers, Great. Fat Boy Slim. If they're Great. there, I'm in. Great. I don't do the drugs that are needed to enjoy the, you know, the, that type of dun, 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 and then the yeah. drought. Yeah. Like kind of stuff. Yeah. I like it when running. On the treadmill or like working out, I think that music's great. Yeah, I agree. But just to sit there and like soak it in. Like Like a heavy bass isn't for you. Uh, I like a heavy bass. I love a heavy bass. Great. Yeah, it feels. I like the way. I like the way bass feels. The vibrations. So that is that Mm -hmm. is the experience at Burning Man. Not that there's not like the super aggressive techno, but that is not the overarching music experience. Is there. there like a '90s pop? Yeah, sure. There's actually um, an event there called Music with Words. It's called (laughs) Music with Words? Um, Words. So it's lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else is I love this. I want to be in the Music with Words tent. 100%. I'm still going to check STD cards. As you should. As you should. I love that that exists. So somebody went and was like, no, no techno for me. I'm bringing Spice Girls. Yeah, 100%. I'm bringing Bewitched. Yeah. I'm listening to Say La Vie. And that is Burning Man. That's my play a foot be damned. Say La Vie it is. Um, oh, that's so funny. Okay, so what what percentage of people would you say are on drugs there? I, and none, none of this, I can't make I myself sound I would say the overwhelming cool. majority. Yeah. I would. But also, to be clear, just like Coachella. Yeah. Coachella is not a sober experience for most people. Mm, are they all different. on hallucinogens? No. no. But like, are they some version of like... Uppers. Stoned, drunk, coked up. Okay, so let's talk about know? that for a second. Yeah, doing coke in the desert is like the it's worst ill-advised. idea, yeah, right? That yeah. scary. So there's like the the drugs that you're really just doing are the hallucinogenics or, or Molly. I mean, or, yeah, that's true. People yeah. do do coke, but oh, I'm it's sure. not. It's not advised, and also just like PSA, this day and age, I don't think doing coke anywhere is advised. No, don't do yeah. no yeah. to everyone listening. Do not do cocaine. Right. Uh, just is, don't put powder in your body. For a while. Yeah. And uh, with that, we are done. Just kidding. <laughs> um, okay, so we covered the drug part of it. We covered the art. What was the other? It, you got married there. Mm-hmm. And Why? I'm, <laughs> yeah. Was, did uh, your husband, significant other, you met there? No, but we went our first time and all the times Tell together. us about your wedding. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I... I'm married and divorced, so this was my second wedding. And um, I met my now husband not that long after mm-hmm. my divorce. And I just didn't have the need to go back through like a traditional wedding again. Like I, I, I was so hurt and so wounded from having gone through this that I didn't want it to look or feel like anything I had experienced with my previous husband. Like it had to be different. And as my my now husband and I were talking about planning our wedding, I kept coming to, you know, well, how do we make it like Burning Man? Like, how can we, like, infuse it with more of that feel, with that, like, love and creativity and everything, with kind of an, an immersive experience for people? Like, let's do a destination wedding. And as we talked more and more about it, recreating it somewhere else, A, there's no recreating it, and B, and B would have been ungodly expensive oh yeah and so instead we you know dropped a 
couple few, call it $10,000, you know, instead of $100,000 to bring 20 of our closest friends who had never been to Burning Man to Burning Man and didn't know where we were going to do it. We knew we were going to find some huge sculptural art to do it in front of. And um, there ended up being a chapel that somebody erected um, made out of white canvas had an organ in it, had pews, everything. It was called the Prairie Wind Chapel. And so we ended up doing it there. Prairie Wind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was so ethereal and magical and, you know, also very inclusive. Strangers wandered up and it was just this very communal, visceral experience for a fraction of the price that I think it otherwise would have cost. And for me, uh, hit the right, chords, hit the right notes for it needing to be different and really marking a, a new type of relationship and a, and a different moment in time for me. I All I'm thinking of is bringing my mom to Burning Man now and picturing her trying to survive the elements while I get married there. My mom did not come. Really? Yeah. Okay, darn it. Like grandma, like you didn't- you didn't. I mean, it was like- a little bit of a snub to my parents, honestly, because they were not supportive of my divorce. And I was like, look, you guys can come and I, will, I want you there and I will help you yeah. come, but I'm not going to not do the thing that I want to do because you're not comfortable with it. And my mom's quote literally was, well, I'm not coming to your wedding to see penises walking around. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Which is going to lead us into something else. Okay, keep going. Yeah, but that's not real. That's not a real thing. But your explanation of your wedding is beautiful. That Absolutely. was exactly Absolutely. what you, Absolutely beautiful. you. It's exactly what you wanted, yes. right? Yes. You wanted the people there with you to celebrate that experience to be part of it. Nothing wrong with that. I again, mark number two, positive Burning Man. Great. Uh, that Wait, I've only put two on the scoreboard? Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. no score. Yeah. Everyone has. I'll decide who wins at the end. Go ahead. Playa Foot is not. Yeah. Playa, I, I, Playa I did not know that was a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so let's get into, did we talk about the nudity? We just were about to. No. Okay. But mom inspired the conversation of not doesn't want to walk around and see penises. Right. So a lot of the pictures that I have seen is a ton of people naked. White body paint, whatever, nipple pasties, all that stuff. I don't have a problem with any of that. I think it's fine if that's your thing. I don't think it's like, I will, why is it so, there? why is like, why is that a, uh, a big part of Burning Man? So. And is it, or am I just seeing this same picture? It's, it's a reasonable part of Burning Man. I think that like the grammable <laughs> Burning Man yes. sort yeah. of heightens it a little bit sure, because it's not everywhere, but absolutely you do. It is unavoidable. You will see it. Right. That's also um, music festivals. I would say most people at Coachella now dress as if they're going to Burning Man. They just lose. It's like one step up. It's like yeah. one shirt on. Sure. Yes, yes, yes. Sure, 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 right. sure. Right. Um, um, I would agree with that. But then, like, so if you're in a big group of people there, like, I don't know anybody in the group that I went with that got naked, but like, it just seems like. It, that's the freedom thing, right? You're in the desert. We'll be free. We'll be in this. It's the freedom society. thing. And uh, so I'll tell you, one of my close friends and myself both grew up like very flat chested, were bullied for it and was something that, you know, I don't know. I mean, yeah. have you all ever been bullied before? Yeah. I'm guessing maybe a little bit. <laughs> it's, it's a scar. <laughs> what about us? Whoa. <laughs> Jason and I sitting here screams we've been bullied. Because you guys are funny and it makes you fucking funny. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's not 100%. for my chest, but for like being Jewish. Yeah, uh, sure. 
But, sure. <laughs> but so Burning Man. So a, a very liberating experience for the both of us yeah. was walking around topless sure. and not feeling a lick of judgment and in fact, feeling very complimented and seen by people in a way that was not shameful and did not feel vulnerable, but instead felt empowering. Were oh, they cool. complimenting you? Yeah, of course. So let's walk up and be like, I. Well, not like nice boobs, but just like you're gorgeous, you know, high five kind of thing. Okay. There's a lot of hugs and high fives at Burning Man. I can imagine. And I also am not flat chested anymore. Jason. Okay. Jason. Congrats on both of them. Congrats on both of these things. Yes, big time. Also, this is just reminding me, I don't know if we've recorded this, but when you got here, oh no, we did. I was saying how much all of my friends love you because Jason was my friend's boss. And we were saying we should start the days with compliments all the time. All the time. This could be your chance. Do you want people walking by you in the morning saying you're gorgeous, high five, Sounds magical. Uh, I would be like, "What's your deal? What are you like? What are you even trying to sell me?" If somebody came up to me on the street, it's like, "You're beautiful. Good morning." I'm like, "Okay, you're on something." Um, oh, that's hilarious. But the the culture the culture yeah. is to be supportive, and so this is where I think it's different than toxic positivity. Like, you know, you're you're meant to be. You're, you're meant to provide and allow for space for people to be and do whatever the fuck they want to do as long as they're not hurting anybody else. Right. And that I'm here for. Cool. And that I have a hard time seeing and experiencing anywhere else besides there. Um, have you been to any other burns around the world? Now, there are, I should say that there's other burns around the world. Yeah. I know there's one in Korea. Yeah, there's one in South Africa. It's not the same thing, right? No. Okay, so let's no. not talk about those burns. Yeah. We just assume that they get whatever foot they get there. Everyone is clothed. But I'm sure that they're great for that place. Like I'm sure it's a revelation for that place, but I don't think there's any replicating Burning Man. Okay. Another part of this that I think is like, there's a lot of bad ideas that come out from Burning Man. (laughs) And in the past, like to me, Bitcoin was an idea that came up at Burning Man. Oh shit. Marissa is heading out, but the conversation is still just throwing questions. Then let's talk about the ticket thing real quick. Okay. Yes. If it's this open, lovely, wonderful thing, you have to buy tickets Yes. because they obviously put, there's a group that puts this on, whatever, fine. The tickets are like $400 Yes. and the system crashed like Taylor Swift level. No way. It was like, I think they said there was like 20 of them that were trying it seven in the morning and only one person got a ticket. So I'm guessing if you really want to go, you can get tickets the second Third party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Like, why? Why so much? I, I just have so many whys because about, like, why, so would you pay, yeah. why would you pay to go? The, you're paying to go to the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. desert. Again, worst landscape possible. And you're paying a lot of money mm-hmm. to just for this experience. Okay, question for you. Would you ever, have you been, or would you ever go to Egypt? Because arguably you would have to pay a ton of money to get to go see the pyramids. My parents recently went and it was like 106 degrees and they were like, it was the most magical thing ever to see these things that we've only seen in photographs, learn about the pharaohs and see all these amazing things. That was like my parents' burning man. They had to have coverings. There was wind, like they had to walk around, but they still got to experience this thing that they've been dying to experience. It's not on my list. I would say- really. it's not. Japan's number one for me. Oh, yeah. I would, I would spend whatever that amount of money is to go to Japan okay. and fly there comfortably. So you just have no interest. So your issue is with deserts. A little. You live in L.A. 
Yeah, and by the way, this but this this desert is not like Joshua Tree or Palm Springs. I love yeah. Palm oh, Springs. Oh, interesting. Okay, I okay. Love Palm That's Springs. good to know. I like Vegas. It's the desert, yeah. right? But I'm not you're in a comfortable part of Palm Springs. Right. The Ace Hotel in Palm Springs is like the perfect example of it where it's you go, it's 120 degrees outside, you sit by the pool, you get in the pool with everybody, you're all in the same case. Then you go back to that concrete room yep. that's created to be like to cold, right? So you can go back you can flee the yeah. elements. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I'm sure people bring pools and shit to Burning Man, but like, they're like kiddie pools, right? I, I, I will be honest. I love a bougie hotel more than anything. Sure. If I, like, it, I was never going to be the person in a tent at Coachella. I will happily go listen to the music and then I need to go back to a hotel or an Airbnb and right. and have a shower, have a freaking bathroom. I will say a lot of these places are ableist to my ulcerative colitis. If you're not allowed to puke, you're probably not allowed to diarrhea in the desert. <laughs> so so going all the way that far and realizing I have nowhere to go stresses me out. Right. So I'm on your team for a lot of this, which is why it was important to me to have somebody who could help actually defend Burning Man. Uh, yeah. uh, because yes, I worry about that type. But you should. And that's what I'm saying. Logistics, I... People call it overthinking. People tell me I overthink things all the time. That's fine. I, I definitely overthink things. I'm not overthinking. I'm <laughs> intentionally overthinking this because the the why is so big of yeah. all this. The why would you go to the desert where in an RV that slept five or six people, that's a lot of farts. Yeah. <laughs> all right? That's, that's a farty RV at night. And they run the RV so that there's AC. It's like, okay, you're not necessarily doing i don't want to be critical of my friends but it's like you're not in the pop tent right you're in the fancy part of it yes we didn't even get to talk to her about like the the other positive thing i think are those little camps those parties where you just go around and like you exchange it's like a kibbutz in israel like you you help and you get food yes yes it's you get a grilled yep. cheese sandwich and it's like the fish fish parking lots yes oh wait i've been to like 15, 20 fish shows. Oh my God, what? Yeah. That sounds worse to me than Burning Man. So that's the thing. I am shocked that you are a fish dude after all of this. Uh, yeah, so like all the parking lots at fish shows. Have you been to a fish show? Uh, no. Okay. Um, I get not liking fish. Yeah. I get in the, the whatever quote unquote hippie thing you want to call it with that. It's not, it is like that and it's not like that, which I'm sure as she said, Burning Man is, there are naked people in there. Of course. Right. Yeah. So, the idea, I don't know what I'm trying to say is that like, I'm I'm okay with that because at the end of the, I don't camp out there. Because you can go home. Yes. But I, it's a similar experience, in my opinion, where fish shows are almost exclusively drugs and hippies and people dressed in, you know, the aesthetic of the music uh -huh. and being naked. They're not naked. Some some are. Very few are that I've seen. Yeah, okay. Um, but I've also seen them like in Miami and yeah, in yeah, like sure, sure, sure. at the at the forum. Right. Like it's not if you go to like the camp, the big like three day festivals yes, and stuff. Then, that's fine. Yes. Um, but also like I went when I went and saw fish was at Coachella at the grounds there. They did like a three day Halloween festival. I drove up, I stayed the night, I drove back the next morning because I just wanted to go to like I don't want to sleep uncomfortably right um and that again is once you get to burning man i think that's the other thing that kind of scares me about it uh-huh and it does is that i don't like to go anywhere where i can't f leave 
Or that there's not like it's a little what you were stressful. saying, like the hotel thing a little yeah. bit, right? Because if you don't have your own car, if you're beholden to other people's trip. Right. I can't just come and to. go. Yeah. It, well, unless, I mean, actually, I wonder that. Can you bring your own car? Uh, yeah. Presumably, you have to be able to, if you caravan, I'm sure there's parking. Someone drives the RV, you guys sleep in it. But if you want to leave, you leave. I asked somebody about it about it and they said, yes, you can. But like, yes, you can leave. Yes, they're not but the holding way that, you hostage. The way that it's like circled is like if your car is in the middle there like you're not just getting out right away right oh yeah which speaking of fish concerts <laughs> speaking of dave matthews concerts. speaking of stack parking at the up at the bowl or yeah exactly i was gonna say i literally tried to leave elton john at dodger stadium and it took like four hours that's insane yeah so that's so that's any so no one should go anywhere to listen to music and unmask because <laughs> that you can't no freely one, walk away from. the person who fixes Music festival parking will be a trillionaire. That is the next Uber Lyft. Like, yeah. that is the next big thing to be solved. I don't think there's... If you're out there, good luck, sir, ma'am, <laughs> person. I I hope you do fix it. I really hope so as well. I think there is a little bit of claustrophobia is what I'm trying to I, say. I, that's fair. Okay, so in a very freeing society, in this dust storm that comes in, I, I want to go home. Yes. Fair. I want to, I don't want to play a foot. Yes. I, I, I support that. I, I would argue it is, it, it, you know, first of all, yes, it is expensive. Yes. The elements, look, it doesn't sound like something that would be my dream come true either. Uh, that being said, in my opinion, it's almost similar to booking a, a trip. Like it's like, you know, I have friends who have done, uh, have you been to Peru? Have you done Machu Picchu? If I, if and when I get to do that, I want to be driven to the tippy toppy so that I can see the view. I don't want to spend my days hiking it or. If you could be helicoptered it. into Burning Man, yes. this is what I've, yes, I've said. It's right. like if I can be helicoptered in and helicoptered out on my schedule, yes. then uh, still, so there you go. So still it's, no, it's, yeah. still so, no. So, so it's you just don't like camping too, which I no, agree. that's the things I love camping. You do? Oh my god! So like lately, Jason. I'm. This is why it's so. It's Wild. the desert. It's because yes. it's the <laughs> desert. It's okay. all that. But like I've been watching. <laughs> this is so dorky. My YouTube shows me like camping videos, like uh, like fishing videos along the coast of Amazing. California. Because like during the lockdown, I really wanted to just drive up the coast and I don't know. Just I, I really love uh, Yosemite and like all that stuff. It's beautiful up there. I've been camping next to a a creek in uh in the in Yosemite. And it's great. I love camping. I think camping's awesome. And I think it's a really important skill to learn. I am mind blown. How did you not interrupt the whole conversation to say, I love camping? To me, that's the hardest part of Burning Man is the camping. Because I had so many questions for her. Yeah, fair, 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 fair. Okay, but that's You dropped a burner on me. But that's, that's, I did text you ahead of time and tell you someone was going. I thought it was going to be via phone. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was going to be like, <laughs> and now. I didn't want you to be that. It was a great surprise. I wish. It was a great surprise. I would love to have seen my face. With uh, it. I, I wish I had recorded it. It yeah. was fantastic. It was really <laughs> fantastic. You were very thoughtful. Okay, but continue. I love that you also. Yeah. So like I'm all for all that stuff. But to me, that's not what Burning Man has. Yeah. And again, it's the, I don't need to do, I won't do drugs at a camp in Yosemite. That just feels dangerous. Yes. Yeah. Um, there is the element of bears. Yes. Which at Burning Man, there's just the element of somebody on PCP or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I come across as like the most anti-drug person on this. It's I'm, great. I love I'm it. not. I I'm really not. I think everybody, I, the, a lot of these drugs are very helpful for people. Yes. And, can I ask you, you may ignore this question and we can edit it yeah. out. Have you done hallucinogens or have you done ecstasy? Uh, Is that an experience you hope to have? 
I've done, I did mushrooms once in college. Right. Um, and of course, that was the night where I convinced myself that somebody had to be the first person to die on mushrooms and it was going to be me. <laughs> and then okay. you would be forever called, oh, dude, he burgered. <laughs> what happened? He took too many mushrooms. That's um, amazing. So actually the night that my friend did that, we, I, <laughs> I was like, this sucks. Like I'm, I did not love it. Enjoy I was, it. we took way too many as people in college do. So my, what my friend did was one of the funniest things ever. He was like, all right, go crash in my bed. I'm going to put a fish show on for you. And listen to the fish. So I was laying in bed, listening to the fish show, having like all the visions of stuff, a lot of tiki. I saw like a lot of like tiki gods and like, I was like, cool. I guess I like Polynesian kind of stuff. And then at the very end of the playlist, he put on uh, Chumbawamba tub thumping without me knowing it. And I lost it. Like laughing as hard as I possibly could. That was one of the, I thought it was like the nicest thing he could have done. That's so sweet. And it, I couldn't stop laughing. And I still, to this day, I think about it. I'm like, oh, that was so funny. Cause it's like, oh yeah, you're going to go through this whole fish show. Yeah. And then he takes a whiskey drink. Yeah, he takes a vodka drink. drink. <laughs> like, yes. I was like, he knew, it takes a good friend to do that. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. Um, so you overall, it sounds like you maybe had a slightly positive experience on shrooms or no? Not the next, the next day sucked yeah, yeah, yeah. ass. Like yeah. that was the, yeah. when you lose the. Any come down from a yeah. serotonin. Or uh, and then I think I've, uh, what ecstasy and beer, mm-hmm. like just a little bit. Yeah. At the night of the, <laughs> these are all fish shows. I love this. At the night of the camping thing. See? Yeah. So fish shows are exactly like Burning Man yeah. in my head. I laid down on the ground. You microdosed Burning Man I by micro- going to. Oh, I think I just did the drugs. I don't think I did the experience. Okay, okay, okay. Because no. again, the music is different. Yeah, like, true. Um, I don't know what corner I've backed myself into worse than this one. Oh, not at all. But no, like I haven't, I refuse to do acid. It just, that one yeah. is a- like. Acid scares me because it stays in your body. So yeah. that's the one that I have not tried. I don't want to have a flashback. No, my biggest fear is like, you know, having kids and driving them to school and suddenly having an acid flashback and being like, oh, mommy killed everyone because of the one time she had to try something. So I'm I'm a little baby in that department too. I don't like a lot of the drugs that like take me out of my element. Yes. Like that make, I don't know if I'm going to do something that I wouldn't normally do. I don't Interesting. know. Interesting. I want to go jump in the ocean. And it's yes, like, that's yes, the yes. worst idea. It's so funny because, you know, I'm, I'm mostly a square, but did have a bit of a drug phase in my early twenties, um, that I have actively worked my way out of. Um, but I personally think weed is the worst drug and I would so much rather do <laughs> ecstasy, like all the other drugs. I, are so much more welcome in my system because to me it's like uppers that just make me more fun. Yeah. Then uppers are great. Yes. Team uppers. Yes. Team uh, uppers. Yeah. <laughs> and like, similarly to hallucinogens, I'm like, oh, but I also think I may suffer from extreme positivity. So in my head, I was like, I can't wait to see what I see. And then was like, this is great. Yeah. And so I went into it less fear based and more like stoked to see if it would work and and yeah wonderful I, I didn't do too many mushrooms the few times i've done them i also have mostly done mushrooms where i don't hallucinate but now it's become like mushroom chocolates are everywhere yes, so you exactly. can just take a little bit which yeah, and then you just feel really, a nice little high my yeah. dosing mushrooms lovely i do want to do that yeah because it's also sort legal of like, now in certain states yeah, like it's like, it's like a, states. yeah but it's like apparently it does make you i mean if something's going to make you feel better and yeah. feel happier yeah. i'm down to try it i just don't because of the like, let's do nine caps. Right. It's like, I'll just take a little nibble of it and see how, yes. everybody who takes, I'm around a lot of people who have little 
bites of mushroom chocolates and yeah. stuff, they all seem happy. Totally. Yeah. Thrilled. yeah it's not a bad thing. They're, they're not in the conversation. No, but no. They're happy. It's a personal experience. Yeah. I, I would argue, I think a lot of the reason people do a lot of drugs at Burning Man 2 is because it feels like a safer space to do them if, well, first Everybody of all, is. Yeah. yeah, which also I'm now thinking about that. That might be my greatest fear is somebody like is having a trip around people who are also tripping that I don't know. So, by the way, yeah. that is a big pet peeve of mine because well, I, I don't, don't do a lot of yes. drugs that they do. Yeah. I've I've done a thing where I've taken myself out of the situation yeah. because I don't want to bring anybody else down because I'm the guy on the couch like, hey, you like sports? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> and they're like, I saw this guy. He was talking to me about yeah. football at Burning Man. We're at a silent disco. Could you please just like Aww, that's get off sweet. your phone? So that's really sweet. So you don't want to go and ruin anyone else's time. Yeah. So a lot of times I'll just be like, I, I'm, and I'm totally fine doing that. Yeah. And people are like, no, I'm like, no, I'm good. It's good. Yes. Yes. It's good for both parties. Yeah. I got an yeah. Irish. I'm out. At great, some point, great, great, great. That's hilarious. Um, okay. So if everybody's doing drugs. Mm-hmm. And you would feel more safe doing drugs there. I don't, I would, but I also like, what if you have that little freak out or whatever, then the, like, I would get really confused there too. I, I don't think I personally would feel safe there. I like would I like to do drugs in a small group of humans where somebody is sober and can like babysit me and I'm, I'm within driving distance to a close hospital. Okay. <laughs> so I, so personally it's not for me, but I'm trying to, again, channel my Marissa. What if you did it? You stumbled into the orgy tent. Yeah. Oh my God. The bouncer was like, welcome. We will allow one in person. I can't believe they let me in. They yeah. would be like, no, you let's go orgy. Get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I would absolutely be the first person bounced from the tent because they could just see me suspect being like now what is now who's with who i would want to know the dynamic i feel like it would be a social experiment between me where i would need to know like who is with who is everyone comfortable being there how like what are the dynamics afterwards i want to follow up with these couples because i am not a very open person Uh, we are not open for example i have i'm having a i'm having someone in the podcast to discuss ethical non-monogamy and i can't wait to discuss it i can't wait to listen to that oh great but i am a very fear-based old school. I'm like, my age shows when I'm like, I just want to be with Mike and don't. That's okay. Yes. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're in a safe space. <laughs> the, I, I think a lot of open relationships have started and ended at Burning Man oh, because of Burning so? Man. Oh, I, I, have a, I have a feeling. I wonder, see, I on the other end of the spectrum, I have a friend who had has had open experiences exclusively at Burning Man and they find that to be their safe space where like they love each other and are very monogamous. And again, I don't think it's for me, but I do think it's lovely that they have found this um, mutually beneficial experience where they can explore their sexualities together. And they're both completely happy and fine with it when yes, they get back. They, I mean, from what they tell me, at least, it seems like they, it's, they, they both seem completely at peace with this idea that they can try this thing. And it's also a... a time and a place and then that is over and then they can come home and live their lives. So it's like additive to their relationship. Whose idea was it? The guys? The That's a really good question. Okay. I will ask this when we do the episode. Okay. Um, so I love, you're not anti-drugs, but it's not your environment for drugs. I would have to agree. It makes me nervous. I can imagine Burning Man has been going on so long that they have a pretty um, set medical Tent Orange or, slices and B12. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I have to imagine because otherwise yeah. all we would hear of You're paying $400 from, for something. Yes. And so it's the it's the emergency room Correct. that they have to build and then take down and show no trace of <laughs> in the middle of the desert. Can you imagine like a guy who's basically like a, a clown face, like having to be rushed into the emergency room, clown face with like 
leather on it. It's just oh tripping out like a tripping clown. A clown who's like in the middle of a freak out is like a nightmare to me. That's so funny. Uh, off of that, I, again, I like weirdly have had no bad experiences with any drugs except for weed. And I uh, was with friends in college and we all had to be part of this stupid show called Humorology that was like technically for a good cause, but like was really just like a dance show for sorority girls. And I was like, I don't know why I signed up for this. I now if I have to go to rehearsal, I'm just going to be stoned. So my friends and I got way too high. We were wearing blue tutus, sparkly face makeup. And someone looked at my back and was like, there's bumps on your back. Recently, we had in our sorority house, there had been a bat and we were all taking a science (laughs) class called (laughs) Companion Animals. And (laughs) we found out that you can get rabies airborne. And so suddenly all my friends are looking at me going, you have rabies. And I am so stoned stoned in a tutu and I have a breakdown. So now my friends also in tutus drive me to the hospital where all in tutus and completely (laughs) high. I am to the nurse going, they're like, ma'am, what's wrong? And I'm like, I I have rabies. rabies. And I need help. I have rabies. They bring us all back, hook us all up to... (laughs) <laughs> to what are they called? IVs. And then I find out later that I had gotten bed bug bites from studying abroad. And that's what it was. Oh. And it was like, and so I'd come home or from a vacation abroad. And then literally they were like, you're, you don't have rabies. You guys need to stay here until you're sober. And <laughs> This is why I excuse myself from the situation. From, burning- <laughs> from, the, from so any type of situation where there's like, I got, that's yeah. the closest I you got to the You just described the, the nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Of being, of taking like a lot of people down with you. Oh, every oh my I God. argued they took me down. I didn't think I had rabies <laughs> until rabies. everyone started telling a bunch of sorority girls in tutus telling you that you have rabies. Is this rush? What's going yes, on? Yes. I like, was like, oh no, yes, it's rabies. me. Oh my God. It was, it was a nightmare. Um, yeah. Weed and I have never gotten along. I, that's, I. Amazing. That's cool. Yes. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Anyways. so I hope there's a med time. Um, okay, I do have to say, uh, I talked to my friend Meg, and she had a really lovely statement where uh, her argument was, uh, she said, let's see, the thing that I love about the experience is that it's full of experiences that are focused on play and wonder and art, which is innate to the human experience, which adults don't often get to experience. Um, And she said, yes, any stupid thing that you hate is probably there, but that's the same as living in the city of LA. Uh, If you hate something in the city, you don't have to be there. There are definitely orgies in LA. There are definitely, there are definitely bad art. Good. As you know, you're a writer. There's There's a whole lot of good art and a whole lot of bad art. There's an aggressive amount of bad art. Yes. Aggressive amount of bad art. Uh, There are terrible elements. Oftentimes we can't go outside to exercise because the air is so bad and we choose to live here there may not be a dust storm but an earthquake could hit at any moment okay just yeah, destroying sure. us it's yeah. true earthquakes and, and dust storms one so and one I, I mean hey one yeah. could do a lot more damage that's for sure a dust storm in LA would be terrible. No, no, no. I, oh, oh an earthquake. Agreed, agreed. But an earthquake versus a dust storm. I'm just doing <laughs> I'm the comparison. Now I'm like defending. And, uh, Hills I die on. Dust storms are great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so the argument, which I thought was beautiful, is that uh, if you love a city, then you could love Burning Man. Uh, no. <laughs> no. That's ridiculous. I, it's, I understand what she's saying is uh-huh. that every experience possible is built in this amazing community for the, you know, the however many days that it lasts and then it completely goes away for a year and then it comes back. Cool. It's nothing like being in any city in the world. 
And instead, it's in the middle of the desert. And all those things that are there still kind of suck. So you can't escape it. And again, this Got is it. my like, yes. I'm not a claustrophobic person. But like, my only other comparison to Burning Man is being on like the worst cruise you've ever <laughs> been on. And that was going to be like the other thing I was telling you about. I hate cruises. I, so do I. They're disgusting. You're locked in. You're at sea the whole time. You can't get off a cruise. My parents were on cruises that things well, like. Well, you stop at different places. Yeah. You go to Nassau or whatever. I went on a cruise. I've been on three cruises. This is actually something I've done. Yeah. And I know I don't like it. But Burning Man to me seems so much like a cruise. Like you're locked in this one area. There's lots of food, shrimp cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> there's all the shrimp cocktail you have. But at least on a, I guess on at least on a cruise ship. No, cruises are gross. There was a reason that like so many COVID, when COVID started, yes. like people were stuck at a cruise ship for. Oh, it's so horrible. There's so many documentaries about I can't it. believe that cruises survived COVID. Like my parents are signing up to go. Cru- cruises are the boomers version of their favorite way to travel. And they always, there was like, well, if you don't like the really trashy cruises, there's like the really nice. Cruises. Yes. I'm like, you know what? There's also really nice hotels yes. in Japan. That's and how I, feel. Yes, I, I don't, I don't want to be stuck at sea. I, same. And they always get that one disease that's, uh, it starts, I can't even think of it, but it's kind of like playa foot. Oh my God. <laughs> playa foot. Um, cruise hand. Cruise hand. hand. <laughs> you <got> ship hands. <laughs> That's for eating too much shrimp. Yeah, you can, <laughs> shrimp hands and ship hands are pretty interchangeable. They're cousins. Yeah, they're oh, that's really funny. Um, yeah, so I don't know. There's so much about it that that I just don't agree with. I, 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 uh, okay, that's, Doesn't that's that feel like a reach? Like, I'm sure your friend's... She sounds awesome. You know, she, my friend Meg is the one who who said a lot of that and who has she takes me on art stuff all the time. Like I love art. I love immersive experiences. She has taken me in on a ton that are awesome. Um, she also took me to some that are not as awesome. Uh, and I think that's art. That's also movies. You know what I mean? Like you go to movies and you want to like it and some of them suck. There's also, also vacations. Sometimes you go to places and you're like, that wasn't as great. And I thought, totally. and I spent money to go do this thing, hoping I would like it. And I didn't. Um, so I think Burning Man is just one of those things. And she liked the movie. <laughs> so wait, if you like, can I talk, oh, ask sure. about immersive experiences? Oh yeah, I love immersive I, experiences. I don't. They oh, kind you of, don't? No, but this is a part of like the weird like. Contr- is it a control thing? Uh, in my, of like, can I flee? It's a like. Oh, interesting. Like, can I get immersive out? Immersive experiences are, are weird to me because it's like you go in and I don't even know what the example would be, but like it's. Everybody in there knows something and you don't. Yeah. Um, how, how are you on like haunted houses? I, when I was younger, it was cool. There's, yeah. there's like ones that are like super scary where like you can't, you, you have to leave. Yeah. I mean, I'm scared of everything, so I don't like haunted houses, but I'm just wondering because I technically would. There's, I get scared of that. So it's yeah. people jumping out at you. And also like the, I go into like the, okay, so what does this guy do during the day? Like, oh, what's, his, what's his myth Which job? keeps me from being scared actually when I'm like, oh, you're an actor. Like congrats on booking. I can be less scared of you and your chainsaw. Yeah. Um, that's great. Do you, have you been to like a sleep no more or any of the no, like delusion that, experiences? None of that interests no, you. No, that sounds terrible. Oh my God. They're so fun. So I love that shit. Woke. What's fun about it? It. This, this is very on yeah. Burning Man brand. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It is. And, and I... I love uh, performance. I love shows, first of all. And I think that when you can be fully immersed into a show of some kind, that it becomes A, more playful, B, I, I just think it's it's an experience, right? And I just love those experiences. Like, for example- It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, well, that's the other thing is, is it's like, a lot of times they're social experiments too. I mean, there was one- 
um, called Red Flag, where you basically sign up to go on a date with this woman. And uh, it's a one-on-one experience. And this it's amazing. And this woman basically um, will text you beforehand, ask if you're going to be on time. And then you basically go on this like horrific date with this woman. And it is so funny because it's she's a an amazing actor. It's like comedy based. And you're in it with this other person. And it's uncomfortable, but it's funny. And it's safe because it's a show and it's are other just people watching amazing. this no you're just one-on-one at like a yes. sushi place yes and you have this in in the place that they have set up for you like so you go in and do the same I, i've so also nobody's done wa- nobody's watching it it's just no, you and this you, other yeah, person that's, it's an immersive experience that's bizarre yes i also met the one that i did not like is that meg took me to an experience called because not all of them meg's, are great. meg's taking okay. meg's amazing yeah. i love her she also got married in joshua tree and had a beautiful wedding they had a like remote control hand as the ring bearer bringing down the ring like it was totally the wild family, and, like, totally it was it, very similar thing, to yeah. yeah it's a thing exactly and it was so beautiful and so wi- wild and weird and meg is like an amazing writer you, you would meet her and love her you know it was on a remote control car it was like a it looks like a fake <laughs> i thought it was like a hand that cr- oh, no, i thought no, no, it was no. like adam's was family like, like a called. prosthetic hand tie like connected to a remote control car and somebody was in charge of doing the car and bringing the rings and yeah. it was lovely um anyway again di- so different than how my wedding was which was like i wanted to just have wedding like i'm we, seeing the pictures um, they're, oh, thank yeah. you, they're everywhere i'm so sorry we just got the, married and got them printed um and now it's a, very, a collage to me what looks like a normal wedding. exactly yes very much so very very um, thank you very much um loved it uh but yes she, one experience that she took me to was called the alone experience and it was essentially a uh <laughs> you're gonna hate this mm-hmm. it was Build as an existential haunted house. And it was essentially what you did was, well, I was told to wear something that I was okay getting ruined. So I did. <laughs> and then we went and uh, true to the name, you go in by yourself to the scariest haunted house of my entire life. I walked into this. You you start by picking a room. There's one with the lights on and one with the lights off. And I'm like, oh no, either way you're fucked, right? So I go into the one with the lights on. They immediately shut off. Uh, and then I... <laughs> Uh, the lights turn on and there's a person on the other end of the room just staring at me. Then the lights go off again. Then the lights go on and that person is like five feet closer. Then the lights go off again. Then the lights go on and that person is in my face. The lights go off. The person grabs me, puts me in a chair, and I am literally going, I am very scared. I am very scared. The whole rest of this experience was me crawling through dark crawl spaces, getting grabbed at. At one point, I had to uh, pillow fight a little person to get out of a room um, because if you didn't fight back, you couldn't get to the place where you had to call through i had did you win experience i I was like i'm so sorry there was one moment where there was like i'm getting painted covered in things i have to touch a clay man's head and like make something out of and i am literally you're alone except for little certain moments where i'm passing meg and i'm looking at her like i'm going to fucking kill you like this is the worst thing you could have taken me to she was with with you well she was her on her own alone experience so before you guys but yes you cross that and she's looking at me like having so much fun and i'm looking at her like you will not survive this because i will find you in one of these i had to kill a little person And then, oh my God, there was, there was, there was finally a moment where I was in some room and it was supposed to be like a tension cutter where this like very beautiful man like looks at you and you like are supposed to feel like a love room. And I'm just looking at him going, I am very scared. Like I am very, very scared. And finally he breaks character and goes, are you okay? Do you want to leave? It's almost done. And I was like, how much longer? And he was like, like five more minutes. And I was like, okay, great. And then he went back to looking at me lovingly. I got to take a break. Yes, legitimately. And I was so grateful for that man because I was like, I might not survive this and I don't know how to get out of there. So that was 
not, and I was totally sober. I should also point out I was completely sober. Had I not been, I think I would have had a complete breakdown. I'm surprised but you didn't have a complete breakdown. I, I did, How I much cried. did you pay for that? I cried. Probably 50 bucks. Probably, you know, I'm sure I paid a, a hefty price to go see. And you, that's okay. So it was memorable. It was so memorable and it's a great story, but it was horrific. It sounds, okay. So it actually sounds interesting. Yes. But it's. I don't want to do that. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. and, but that being said, like, do you like mentalist shows? No, oh, no, you actually. Don't, you don't like magic. Oh, right? I hate okay. magic. Oh, I I've turned down invitations to the magic castle because it's like, I'm team another hill. Fuck magic. Oh my God, no. I, I know. It magic. sucks. Whatever. But That's like, a great hill and I'll I want to know how you did that trick. And no, I can't tell you. It's yeah. like, oh, you're an asshole. Like, m- most magicians are like creeps, anyways. <laughs> Let's be real. Like, Oh, different hill, different, different hill. hill, different hill. Oh, I have a friend training for the Magic Castle that I'd happily bombard you with anytime. So you let me know. I mean, are they like little card tricks? No, he's also you probably know him. Bill Posley is like he's a big writer. He was just on Keenan. He's he's like oh. writing the next Pixar movie. He rocks. But he oh. also was like, yeah, I think I'm gonna audition for the castle and just like decided to like take up this thing. He's, he's not creepy at all. No. Okay. I shouldn't say all magicians are creepy, but the ones that there's probably more than, than (laughs) or perhaps you'll meet Bill and think he's the creepiest. Let me tell you my, in terms of the immersion thing and the thing I don't like about all that stuff. And I, I like musicals and plays and all that, Yeah. but like a fear of mine that happens a lot is being sung to like looked in my eyes and being sung to. So it's like, it freaks me out. I have to look away. I don't know what to do with my that hands. That is so funny. It's so like that. Like when somebody sings happy birthday, I get like. Really? I, I can't look oh, at see, somebody's. And I'm like, bring it on. I did musical theater in high school and some in college. And like, I can't. There's a picture of me on one of the plays. I was in uh, Bye Bye Birdie in high school. Amazing. Played Hugo because I can't sing. Of course you did. And so she's singing to me and like. Full eye contact, and I had to look away. So the picture that I see that's in the yearbook is me looking down and her like looking oh, lovingly at it. It's like, oh, but it's such a weird fear. That's but I think it goes to this whole like, I don't know. It's an immersion. It's a right? vulnerability thing, and it sounds like perhaps with some immersion therapy. But yes, I, I I'm wondering now: is there a little bit of like a fear of vulnerability? Whereas Burning Man, in my, it sounds like where you can throw all inhibitions to the wind. And someone like you and potentially me like a little bit of, <laughs> we like to have a little, little tiny bit of structure. Bit of structure. Tiny yes. bit of structure. A little bit of boundaries are yeah. okay. I don't, I just don't think I need to. Yes. I absolutely, by saying that, by the way, I absolutely need to. Anybody sure, listening to sure, this, sure. like, this guy's like really round tight. <laughs> and like, sure, I do. But it's like, that's not, to me, it's just not relaxing. Yes. It okay, seems good. more stressful than yes. it needs to be. And I think that's kind of my whole point with Burning Man is that it's supposed to be that. Of like this, like, but then you're, you're there and it's free and yeah. you ride your bike and it's beautiful and there's lights and you're on drugs and all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but getting there just doesn't seem worth now it. Now I think we need to go for 24 hours. Anyone can survive one thing overnight. We don't have to stay for seven days. I can't, no, I can't. You I, wouldn't do it? Uh, one day. I would, what if it was I've told my friends, helicopter and helicopter Okay, out. wait, yeah, I, let's play a little game real quick. Would it change your mind if? Would it change your mind if you got helicoptered in and out, but you did have to spend the night or two nights? Um... Can I honestly say I can't say because I don't I've from everything I've seen and talked about, I know what that experience is. But actually being in the experience and what she's Yeah. It's changed her life to an extent, yeah. right? Which is really cool Beautiful. and awesome. Yeah. And she's lovely and oh yeah, completely. It was lovely meeting her. Um I don't think twenty four hours I I don't I'm not as cynical as I seem. I don't, you don't and I don't want to be the cynical guy at Burning Man <laughs> in the cynical tent. 
Uh, it's right next to the orchard. I tent. love that there's a heckler tent. It's so <laughs> funny. Tent. Um, I don't think it would change anything. I think I would just be very dusty and it would be like, if anything, I don't think it's the right amount of time to force yourself to like Burning Man. I think you would have to go for the seven days to really be immersed. To in have it. the breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're, <laughs> so break, right. yeah. you're right. To hit the point and then go upward. Right. Because that's, you would have to, I think you would have to go on that journey to to judge Burning Man the right way. Uh-huh. Okay, so would it change your mind if someone you loved was getting married there? Like would, a sibling, would. you wouldn't go. Mm-hmm. Uh, a sibling? Yeah. It was, well, my brother's getting married in Mexico, at the a very, very remote part of Mexico. Oh, fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and congrats. Yes. But like the travel there is, where the whole family's like, great. Yeah, 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 of course. Uh, if it was a sibling, yeah, I guess I'd have to go. Yeah. Uh, a cousin, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think that's a. Necess- I don't think that's a, a proper ask. Isn't doesn't that seem like inconsiderate? You know, I was thinking about that because when she was saying I got twenty of my closest friends, I think it's. I think you know, all weddings are in a way inconsiderate. <laughs> all, including my own, which was in Ojai, which still required people travel fly and then drive or if they were here they still had to drive get a hotel like it's still weddings are a pain yeah but they're a pain in the ass when you have to do it for other people it's a pain in the ass it's an ask so which is why you have to be okay when you have any wedding especially a destination with people saying no you have to be genuinely okay with people well that's why that's why you do it that's why you do a big destination wedding so that you you don't have to invite exactly and it sounds like by having a burning man wedding she was able to cut a lot of her guest list and get the 20 people who'd be willing to go. Now I have a great fear of hurting other humans and would totally go. And I also think a wedding might be the only way that I would go because I would feel like somebody else. Cause the the one thing with weddings is once you're there, like you're taken care of. So I would feel like they would be taking care of me to a degree of like, it sounds like they got the tickets. They orchestrated the camp. So like you're going and they're taking care of you. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. So they they took care of everything. For yes, them? which okay. is why they said it was like ten thousand dollars worth of wedding tickets, right? Oh, uh, yeah. So it's like you know you're gonna pay two hundred and fifty dollars a head for food instead you're paying four hundred dollars a head for twenty people instead of two hundred people, right? And that was that was their wedding expense. Uh, yeah. So if I was taken care of in that way with veterans, with with burner veterans who know me and know my levels. And I think if I had my own car that I could, like you said, leave at any time, I think that would be the way to do it. No. Then I hope you enjoy it. Okay. You wouldn't do it even that. I, I okay. seriously wouldn't. Okay. Okay. Would it change your mind if you could control your eyes? So there was a sensor. So anytime people were naked that you didn't want to see the oh, sensor that, would go off. I have no problem. No, I'm pro nudity. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm, that's fine. And you don't have to be nude. I do the sensor idea. I like but yeah, yeah. I, for other things. Okay. Great. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to be naked there walking around. I don't think people want me naked walking around. Yeah, well, I mean, turns it seems like everyone can be. I'm not. I'm not jacked enough to like. I need to be like. The, again, have you ever hey. been to a nude beach? No, it's never the jacked people. I know who are oh, nude. Yeah, by no, the way, yes. Yeah, it's. In I, fact, that makes me kind of want to go because I'm like, would I be the hottest person at the nude beach? <laughs> like that would be amazing. That probably, never gets yeah. to happen. Like right. Like so, what a fun experience that could be. I mean, so like there's. The amount of like the models and like there's a lot of like famous people that oh, totally like that go to this thing and they go because they can have fun and the anonymity and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, oh wait, oh the ideas, the bad right. ideas. There's so many. Um, oh, t- tell me, tell me. I just I have a I think so many 
Burning Man's been going on for so long and it, it was so San Francisco. Yes. I think so many bad websites, so much money has gone into a bad idea that has come up at Burning Man. What? I don't know. I, I would say Bit- oh, oh, I think I Bitcoin, Bitcoin that is so was funny. created that at Burning so Man. Funny. It's like, what if we don't have money? But we, it's still money. It's like, man, that's a great idea. Good. Glad we did this in the think tent. In our thought tent. I, do you have to be dressed in the thought tent? You have a big question mark yeah, hat, a top hat with a question mark on top, or you look like Jim Carrey and it's Batman a big forever. tank, and yeah. it's a real tank, and it's and it's basically just a small pool. It's, it's a little pool. Yes, it's a little kiddie pool, and you can only be submerged. You have to be submerged underwater for a minute, and you have to come up and whatever thought you had out of there, yes. you get ten million dollars to create. <laughs> So it's basically a you you deprive your brain of oxygen yeah. and whatever thought comes out whatever, like your last yes, thought, your last thought is what you, you have to spend the rest of your life making. This is immersion. That's immersion. That's immersion. That's, that's immersion. That's, that's art. That's oh, art. God. We just made art. We are artists. People pay us for our art, art. and they could pay us for this. <laughs> there art. you go, folks. Uh, beautiful. I love that the you immersion think tank. The immersion tank. I think we need to go and start the immersion tank that also comes with the leave tank, which is a big car that you, which is just rental cars. And we'll drive right through the haboob. <laughs> there was a dust storm. Oh. Uh, so nothing that Marissa said could change your mind in any capacity of making it sound a little less palatable. Again, she's lovely. Oh, no, Everything fine. she said is true and right. And it, it is what the Burning Man experience is about. It's just not for me. Yeah, nothing she said was like, oh, that put me over. Like uh, nothing, nothing of the expense or anything. I think it's great that they got married. There. Yes, That's so of course. Great. I cannot say that enough. But... Nothing about it is like, you know what? Disney World, that could be fun. So I think the moral of this podcast is perhaps a live and let live. You think Burning do you think Burning Man should should dissipate? No, 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 no. Okay, you think No, I think it's it too many people I that's that would be cruel. Okay. I think it's it it's a very necessary part of people's lives yes. and I don't want anybody to not you don't think it like needs to go away no 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 some things are just not for me great great i I don't want them to not be for me and be torn down okay great beautiful (laughs) i think that's that's lovely yes um on that note you've done a phenomenal job of dying on this hill do you have anything else you'd like to add to make sure that you feel good and dead anything that we didn't get to discuss it'll come to me later in the think tank in the (laughs) I think you we. I think me, we. Have, you call me, and we will. We will have another think tank conversation yes. after submerging our brains underwater. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I. Perfect. I think it's been well covered here. But Amazing, Jason. Thank you so I, much for having. Oh me. Oh my god, I'm so grateful. Thank you for being such a good sport, getting bombarded by a real life burner who's oh. been married there. Um, also, Marissa, and we know you're gone. You were a complete delight. Thank you, Marissa. Thank you, Marissa, uh, for humoring us. Um, and with that, are you ready to hear your eulogy? Oh yes, kill me. Perfect. <laughs> We've gathered here today to celebrate the life of Jason Berger, who tragically died on the hill of Burning Man Sounds Terrible. (laughs) Jason is survived by a number of wonderful projects, including The Big Show Show on Netflix. You can follow Jason's legacy on Instagram at Jason Berger, at J-A-S-O-N-B-E-R-G-E-R, and on Twitter at J-Berger, J-A-Y-B-E-R-G-E-R. Jason, we are so grateful for your time here on this podcast and on this earth, and we hope you've been a really good person so you don't wind up going to your personal hell, Burning Man. Hey guys, thank you for listening to Hills I Die On. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review letting us know what you think. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at Hills I Die On Podcast and on Twitter at Hills I Die On. Follow me on Twitter slash Instagram at I'm Taylor Cox. Thanks again for listening and hope to see you next week.